views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Radio to Thrive By. My name is Michelle Sherman, and I have the pleasure of guest hosting today with Benny. Benny and I will be doing the show together while Dr. Pat has a well-earned, well-deserved vacation from what we believe to be polishing up her silly gift of gab. Well, good morning, Benny. How you doing? I'm great, Michelle. Thanks for stopping by. And you, you had me fooled. You didn't look like Dr. Pat. I, no. Something happened no. over the Christmas holiday. You, I think you, my hair's a little changed curlier. on me. <laughs> That's right. My hair's a little curlier. Maybe it was a little bit too much champagne. Benny. Oh, oh no. Um, Should have been with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you have a good? Did you have a good? time, Benny? I did. Thank you very much. I spent it with family and friends this uh, holiday season. Last year, they went out of town, so it was nice to stay close to home. Uh, the weather had a little bit of effect on some of us, so we decided to make kind of a quiet family uh, gathering, well, so it was I'm, great. I'm glad you had a great time. Well, Benny, as you know, we've talked about it. Today's program mm -hmm. is about peace and action, okay. and uh, let me explain to you what I mean by peace and action. I believe it was Gandhi who said that we need to be the change that we want to see in the world, or Perhaps it was Einstein who said that we need to solve problems at a different level than they're created. Well, peace is not going to be accomplished out there. We know about the problems in Iraq. We know about the problems in Africa. We know about the problems um, around the world. But my premise is that we can make an enormous difference in creating peace by creating peace in our lives, peace in our daily lives. And so today's show is about what each of us can do in our daily life to increase the energy of peace on the planet by sharing ideas. I've got some great ideas that I love to talk about. I know our listeners have some great ideas. And so um, we're going to take peace very personally today. Um, so I thought I'd just start off with one of my, my first ideas, um, and that is about driving nice. So, Benny, when you're driving down 405, have you ever had some type of difficulty with another driver? Oh, absolutely. I will not deny that. Well, <laughs> and, and why do you think that is? Well, for one, I ride a motorcycle, too, so that doesn't help. <laughs> okay, we'll start with that one. Uh-huh. The other, um, you know, some people tend to, well, if you want to focus it around the holiday season, people get a little edgy because they got to go to places a little bit quicker. And right. They're running behind on schedule. Mm -hmm. That might have one effect on it, that's for sure. And they might be um, a little tipsy, which yes, is also one of the... which is very bad. We do not condone this, no, folks. No, we do not at all. Doesn't driver, please hand the keys. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I've noticed is how the community um, and peace go hand in hand mm -hmm. through driving. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the ideas that have come up and been presented to me that are the first steps um, in the community. And that is, well, when you're in kindergarten, I'm sure, Benny, they talked about taking turns. Right. Not currently, though, but I still take turns. Right. I'm glad. Because I've <laughs> since passed on from kindergarten. Very Although good. preschool, I'm just entering. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> well, that's called merging in the uh, in yeah. the driving mm-hmm. in driving lingo. Uh-huh. And so um, I was wondering how many people out there have ever had trouble merging. And so you know, merging is one of the ways that we can think about driving nice. Um, another way, uh, and we'll be opening up the phone lines pretty soon to hear about your experiences of how you have created some positive outcome, a peaceful outcome in a driving situation um, when something else could have occurred, some type of non, um, well, some type of negativity could have occurred. Mm-hmm. So another idea that I'm very committed to is allowing people to move into the lane in ahead of me. Ahead of us, right. You know, I find out that a lot of folks, they don't want to give any space. Perhaps it's a territoriality, and I realize it's quite anonymous. So giving people um, space in the lane ahead of us, Mm -hmm. giving someone a car length of two. Um, When I relax my car lengths, guess what? Everybody on the freeway around me starts to relax. So the energy starts to unfold into a place of more peacefulness. Um, What about those pedestrians and those bicyclists? Yes. So... Being kind to pedestrians. Absolutely. We live in uh, West Seattle, and there's a four-way uh, there's a four-way light on the corner of California and Alaska, mm-hmm. and people can cross from corner to corner. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who ignore the do not turn on red, and so a lot of the old folks have to jump out of the way um, <laughs> or an- tap on the car before they make the move. Absolutely. Can Another way that? of dealing with it is signaling. Oh yeah, of course. So how what simple happened can to that? that be? So it was it's long long-lost art, I think, around here. No uh-huh. one does it anymore. <laughs> you rarely see people do that. Maybe it's because they think that we can read their minds. I think that's it. Yes. I can't. I can't do that That's a little myself. difficult. And um, the last idea that I'd like to put out as far as driving nice as a way of um, creating peace in the community is um, do not crowd the crosswalks. Mm. If you cannot see the beginning of the crosswalk, then you are too far into where the pedestrians are walking. Of so it's about respect. And uh, so, Benny, which are your favorites? Which is your favorite um, idea? Because there are a few of them here. If we just drive nice, it'll be a great way to. I think to I'm a piece. I'm more of like since I'm over here on the east side a little more often. I do less crosswalk notice noticing. I guess as far as I'm in my car more on the freeways. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll probably stick with the one about merging, helping people merge a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, I think it just reacts with my my daily life a little bit better. Well, I also find that if you start acting in these ways, and let me just give you the phone number, folks. Yeah, please The local do. number mm-hmm. um, is 425-373-5527. And the toll-free number for those of you who are not in the uh, greater Seattle area is 1-800-930-2819. Mm-hmm. 1-800-930-2819. And the local number once more, 425-373-5527. Yeah, and so what I notice is that when I'm driving, I start um, moving down I-5 and things are getting congested and people are muttering under their breath and they're frustrated. I put on the music. I start singing and wiggling in my car and dancing behind the wheel. Of course, I'm driving safely, but I'm having a good time smiling and people just start giving each other a break. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd love to hear from the folks out there what they have experienced as far as opportunities to make a difference. Okay. Or other ideas of what they like to do exactly. while they're sitting in traffic. It'd be really good. A- absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not close your eyes, though. Right. Oh, no, not no. Not good. That's not a good idea. Keep them um, open. 
actually, I think that under those circumstances, one should instruct their chauffeur to be listening ah, to the show, right? Very good. Uh-huh. Someday that'll happen for me. I'll have my own chauffeur. <laughs> so we've got the drive nice idea. Um, another way that I think we can start creating peace in action, these are very simple ideas, is... Um, do you have? Do you own a house in uh, Seattle? Or live in the Seattle area? Rent or, or own? I actually Jenny? just purchased a home this year, as a matter of fact, in June, and it's a small little bugger, I should say, down in Renton in the Highlands. Oh, fabulous! Yeah, so fabulous! I'm, I'm my first homeowner. Woo 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 woo! Congratulations! Thank you. And uh, one of the things that I've also noticed is when people are looking for peace in the world, mm-hmm. sometimes they're having some severe conflicts with the neighbor on ah, either side of them. I have had that already yes Mm -hmm. how how has that come about for you uh actually my second day i'll tell a little story here before we run off to break Mm -hmm. we got a couple minutes but the first actually like the third day i moved in i was already cleaning the house out getting the old stuff out it hadn't been lived in for a couple months so you know it had its little quirks and smells and stuff like that so starting to you know pull stuff out because i'm gonna end up you know fixing it up the neighbor immediately noticed that someone was in the house already, and that was me. Uh-huh. She comes over and immediately starts yelling at me. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? She goes, well, you painted the fence. I go, I didn't touch your fence. I just got the house three days ago. Mm-hmm. It must have been the previous owner. She looked at me kind of funny. She goes, well, that's not very fair. They should have. I'm like, I'm sure they should have done that. Right. But you don't need to be mad at me for something I didn't do. Exactly. And she kind of paused and took it back. She goes, well, they should have come over and told me. I'm like, well... There, there you go. I'll right. let you know if I do anything and it might affect you. I will let you know before I do it. And that's exactly what we're talking mm-hmm. about. I've heard so many stories about people spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on lawsuits because yeah. someone will not allow them to use the easement. Yeah. Or someone is um, not willing to talk about trimming the trees before the fact. Exactly. And it's wasted time. Right. I All know. you have to do is take 30 seconds and go I over. I know. Mm-hmm. I had a, a gentleman living... Um, near me he was on the other side of the fence Mm -hmm. and uh, he was an older gentleman and he was a little bit of a curmudgeon and unfortunately came around to my side of the fence and trimmed my tree for me which at the time my um my housemate wanted to um just go back and slay him and Mm. i said no we can't do that i said it was just a tree and once we um once we got over it um the tree was fine. Once we got over the initial point of it, they came, they apologized. They said they would never do it again. And so I think that um, forgiving trespasses and learning to get along with the right. neighbors on both sides of us is a very, very large opportunity. True. Very large opportunity. Very so um, I've, I've also been thinking a little bit about the concept of why people don't concern themselves about peace. A lot of people think peace is boring. And that um, violence or war or conflict is a lot more stimulating. And I think it was Rabbi Ted Falcon who said that conflict is not um, about violence. Conflict is about resolving differences. And so um, with that in mind, um, I'd like to talk about how we can just resolve differences. We're here on the Dr. Pacho Radio to Thrive By. And we're in a place right now where we're asking you, what are your favorite ways to create peace um, on earth through your personal actions? Whether it's driving, whether it's being good to your neighbors, whether it's putting a quarter into the Mercedes Benz that uh, meter ran out next to you. Mm. There's a lot of very kind and wonderful ways where we can make sure that that happens. And um, I'd like to hear from you guys. The phone number again is 425-373-5527. 
And the toll-free number is 1-800-930-2819. Has come, and the land is dark, and the moon is the only light we'll see. Hi, I'm Deborah Tracci, founder of Heart Ignited Life Coaching. For 13 weeks, we will air a tip that you can immediately apply to your life. This 10th tip is on patience. Who or what brings out the best and most patient you? Notice how you feel when you are the patient you. This week, be more patient than you thought you were ever capable of. For more resources on patience, go to heartignited.com. That's heartignited.com. Can changing what you think really change your life? Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn how intentional living and the power of affirmations can change your life. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share her story, her company, and advice on how to live intentionally and design a life you love. More information about Affirmagy, log on to Affirmagy.com. That's Affirmagy.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch from Crown Hill Chiropractic. Starting Wednesday, November 22nd, we are offering a special promotion for the Dr. Pat listeners where you can go into an office near you and have a complimentary, i.e. free, wellness checkup for your child. Call me at 206-782-8800 or email me at info at crownhillchiropractic.com for an office near you. This offer has been extended to the end of the year, so don't wait. Call Dr. Scott Lynch today. Hi, I'm Deborah Tracci of Heart Ignited. Do you know your life's purpose? Why do you think knowing will assist you? I'm a life and transition coach who will be featured on the Dr. Pat Show from December 7th through Valentine's Day 2007. I am giving away a Heart Ignited Essence Statement one-on-one coaching package worth over $700 to a selected listener. To submit your answers, go to heartignited.com, click on the contact page, and enter your answers in 300 words or less to these questions. Do you know your life's purpose? Why do you think knowing will assist you? Submit no later than January 3rd, 2007. Again, the website is heartignited.com. Listen for my Heart Ignited tips right here on the Dr. Pat Show. And don't forget to visit my website at heartignited.com. How healthy is your beauty salon? Mode Organic Salon is Seattle's premier organic beauty salon. Our trained professionals specialize in providing organic and natural hair, skin, nail, and cosmetic services customized to your specific attributes and lifestyle. Visit modeorganic.com or call 206-623-0195 to schedule. Mention the Dr. Pat Show and get 15% off your first service. For beauty that's more than skin deep, visit Mode Organic Salon. News, traffic, and weather? Now you can get your information fixed weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Just as long as you stand, stand by. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Radio Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. My name is Michelle Sherman, and I am guest hosting today. Our topic today is peace in action, taking peace personally, what each of us can do in our daily lives to create peace on the planet. And uh, while we're on break, 
Benny and I were talking a little bit about uh, about Rabbi Ted's um, comment about conflict, and I have something here about the European Commonwealth, the EC, uh, written by John Hume in 1998. I'd like to share with you. John Hume says, "All conflict is about difference, whether the difference is race, religion, or nationality." The European visionaries decided that difference is not a threat. Difference is natural. Difference is the essence of humanity. Difference is an accident of birth, and it should therefore never be the source of hatred or conflict. The answer to difference is to respect it. Therein lies a most fundamental principle of peace, respect for diversity. And um, I know that there's a lot of talk about diversity these days. And um, actually, my, my friend Mike and, and partner, Mike Ament, said diversity is not just a human resource term. So, welcome back. And um, I've been thinking a little bit about uh, what you said, Benny, about your neighbor mm-hmm. and uh, their reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've noticed, I've, as you can tell, those of you who know me know that I have a big smile. I have one that goes from ear to ear. It's when uncanny. I, yes, it's a, just one of those twinkling <laughs> smiles God gave to me. And I was noticing how that in and of itself, a simple thing as smiling mm. at someone can change the energy in a room. You know, especially when uh, someone is scowling at you because they have just cut you off. You smile back at them and they go, oh, she's not upset with me. And you just kind <laughs> Wait of... Wait just a second. There's something on. Is something. going on here. Right. And so how I react makes a big difference. And so smiling. My friend Jay Prince, who calls himself the Prince of Peace, um, he believes that smiling is one of the greatest tools that we have to creating peace on earth. So I, I like that idea. Um, and um, I think it's very courageous to take peace seriously. Mm-hmm. Did you see the article in Sunday's paper on peace on earth? I did not. Oh, you wow. have it there in I front of you, though. Well, there were some beautiful things said here by uh, David Bloom, who is also a reverend. Mm-hmm. And he said some, some amazing things about love. And he said some amazing things about um, the different types of opportunities that others have gone before, that people who have gone before mm-hmm. have, have created. He said here... Uh, we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr., Gandhi, and Nelson Mandela. Actually, this is Tavis Smiley. He's a public radio and television yes, host. I've heard of um, And he was talking about his early experience in the Afro-American community. This was in um, Reverend Bloom's uh, piece. And, and Reverend Bloom quoted Mr. Smiley by saying, We celebrate Martin Luther King Jr., Gandhi, and Nelson Mandela. But how can we separate them from their message? At the center of their message was love. It is the most powerful and transformative force we know. Whatever we do, we must find a way to love our friends, our families, our neighbors, our enemies, and humanity. Love wins. In our society, we don't take love seriously. We have come to think of love as a sign of weakness. Mm. Which, um, to me, seems awfully strange. Because in my experience, people who are genuinely powerful can, have, can afford to be gentle and kind. And they have a sense of love that they want to expense. Like exactly. Those. Exactly. Those who need it. And they don't need to abuse it. Of course. And so my sense is that one of the most courageous things that I can do and that I have done in my life is to uh, take hostility or anger mm-hmm. or difficulty and turn it into love, into a smile, into something that could then create a difference. Okay. Um, some other ideas that we've been discussing. Be respectful of teenage boys. 
Oh, why just boys? <laughs> well, um, teenage <laughs> girls, tell. absolutely. I, I'm going to tell you <laughs> okay, why. Okay, good. Because when my daughter became absolutely boys and girls, but <sighs> people assume teenage boys are gang members. What? They're hostile. And right. they're frightened of them. Okay. Instead of seeing okay. them as magnificent young men who have a lot of energy, mm -hmm. a lot of testosterone, and need positive role models. Mm -hmm. They need to be seen as part of the community, not people who are um, to be frightened by the community. Okay. They need to be enveloped. Um, seeing ourselves as a human family. Now, I know that that's difficult for some, but I think that the differences are much greater than than. I mean, the similarities are much greater than the differences, and we focus on the differences. Um, it's amazing to me. I've, I've gone to Russia. I remember in 1988, a group of us went to um, the former Soviet Union, to Tashkent, which was Seattle's sister city. And everyone at the time, it was still the evil empire, mm -hmm. told us, you can't go. Don't but, go down there. Right. It, they're going to hurt you. They're hostile. Who knows what's going to happen? And as a citizen diplomat and myself, we basically decided that they had children as we had. They had families. The similarities far outweigh the differences Everyone's trying to take care of their family. Everyone is trying to see themselves be seen as a loving, caring person. So we went, and this is an amazing story, Benny. We went, everyone said, be careful, you're crazy, why would anybody go there? We stopped in Moscow. It was um, November 1st, and we were taken from the airport and went to the hotel. And at the time, everyone from Europe was placed in the Inturist hotels. Okay. The, um, there were gigantic uh, pictures of Lenin and Stalin, um, and these were our arch enemies. We get off the plane, we go to the hotel, we put our stuff in the room, we go up to the dining room, and all of a sudden we hear on the street, because we were right outside uh, Red Square in the Kremlin, the thundering of some heavy artillery, some heavy um, equipment, and we put, peek our heads over uh, to look in, out the window and we see tanks and missiles. Mm. And we thought, oh my God, something has happened while we were on the airplane, while we landed. Come to find out, they were just rehearsing for the November parade. They were pulling out their biggest missiles, their biggest <laughs> tanks, and we were still at peace. Um, but an uncommon sight, though, it for us. It was an uncommon sight. <laughs> I you, actually that. have it on video. <laughs> and those of us who were there uh, went and met the people, and they were just magnificent. Mm -hmm. The uh, the fair-haired young men who were driving the tanks, we took our video camera and went around to the other side of the Red Square, and they were saying, back to us. Um, so that's peace and friendship in Russian. Uh -huh. So I think sometimes we have to take a risk. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of courageous things to do. Being a human family, seeing people for who they are, mm -hmm. all trying to just make a good life for the people they love. Um, another thing that um, one of our readers and one of my friends has actually, and one of our listeners has actually recommended, is about children. It's about being kind and loving to all children and then having compassion mm -hmm. for their parents. I just cannot understand why people cannot see the beauty of every child. Every child is pure, innocent, and magnificent. Mm -hmm. It's my child.
it's every child is a blessing and the parents of course may have different jobs they may come from different parts of the world but through the work that i do at the vast institute mm -hmm. which is the organization that i'm executive director of I know that when you love someone's children, when you smile at someone's children, when you take an interest in someone's children, you've just taken the first step towards peace on earth. Right. Such a fabulous Absolutely. idea. So, um, and sending love to their parents. Now, a few people have asked me about business because um, the Vast Institute got its start as an organization that uh, I'm a success coach, a life coach, and now I'm doing classes on uh, a variety of topics, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But the business, how can you be in business and be ethical? Well, I know of an enormous amount of people that are dedicated to ethics in business and care very deeply about it. As a matter of fact, um, in my book of poetry, Walking Flower, which is available at Elliott Bay Bookstore, um, Walking Flower is also available on my website at www.vastjoy.com. I've dedicated a f many pages to the men and women that I have met um, throughout the years that are fabulous um, people. They're what I call uh, business soldiers, and I'd like to read that. Herald the business soldier as they march towards the plain, building bridges, digging ditches. What have they to gain? Herald the business soldier, unreasonable and true. To their creed and their deed, the world becomes their brew. Welcome here, the business soldier. Bring them food and drink and dance. Allow them a moment's pleasure of love and warmth balanced. Herald the business soldier, for their pledge can ne'er be bought. Powerful, honest, and capable, their enemies seem distraught. Herald the business soldier, bringing courage to every deed, fighting blight, spreading light, as they ride off on their steed. And I myself have had many opportunities to make money, do a variety of things at the expense of someone else, and it just never felt as if it would be worth it. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to just say thank you to all of the dedicated business people out there who make being ethical and caring for their employees and their community um, a commitment in their hearts. I want to really thank them because there's a lot of pressure to take other roads. Um, have you ever worked for someone like that? Well, we'll find out in a little bit when we uh, come back from our break. Thanks, Benny. It seems like I've been lost in let's remember. I think I'm feeling older and missing my younger days. Are you ready for the 12-minute Simone's Own Miracle? Transform any self-defeating internal images into spectacular masterpieces of happiness and success in only 12 minutes. The Simone Zone is a revolutionary empowerment technique that uses cutting-edge audiovisual technology. Get ready to shift negative energy and change it to positive energy now. Visit thesimonezone.com and try this free technique. That's thesimonezone.com. Are you aware of the invisible forces behind your behaviors? We are, and we'd like to make them visible to you. One of the largest NLP training organizations in the world, says Dun & Bradstreet. 
The Empowerment Partnership is the industry gold standard in training for NLP, hypnosis, and the ancient Hawaiian spiritual system of Huna. Their students come from a wide-ranging background, including business, education, psychology, and spirituality. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Have you ever wondered if hypnosis really works to lose weight, quit smoking, or help the healing process? You can find out at the free Hypnotherapy Resource Forum. One day only, Saturday, January 6th from 9.30 to 3.30 at Evergreen Hospital Medical Center in Kirkland, Washington. Register to attend any of the free classes, pick up valuable information and resources, and find out why so many people are excited about the benefits of hypnosis. Remember to reserve your space at the Hypnotherapy Resource Forum today at 425-899-3000. That's 425-899-3000. Or register online at evergreenhealthcare.org. That's evergreenhealthcare.org. This free event is sponsored by the National Guild of Hypnotists, Washington State Chapter. Hi, I'm Deborah Tracci, founder of Heart Ignited Life Coaching. For 13 weeks, we will air a tip that you can immediately apply to your life. This 10th tip is on patience. Who or what brings out the best and most patient you? Notice how you feel when you are the patient you. This week, be more patient than you thought you were ever capable of. For more resources on patience, go to heartignited.com. That's heartignited.com. Hi, I'm Stephanie Durham of The Inquiring Mind, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Get clear on your sacred contracts and the cards you hold in life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out our website, inqmind.com. Like what you hear? Be sure and support the sponsors who support your favorite programs on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Ain't it wonderful to be alive when the rock and roll play? Welcome back to Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. My name is Michelle Sherman, and I am guest hosting today for Dr. Pat, who is enjoying her family and a well-earned day of rest. And you're doing a fabulous oh, job there, Michelle. Oh, thank you, Benny. You're doing a lot great. Of fun, a lot of fun to be here. Love to have you here. Yes, and so um, peace is our topic, peace in action. The small things that we can do from smiling to being a considerate driver and letting people into the lane in front of us um, on 520 after we've been waiting in traffic for about a half hour to um, being kind to groups of people that sometimes are seen as threats. Um, all the things that we can do, we've talked a little bit about families, we've talked about um, Gandhi and Martin Luther King, and we're touching base in a lot of different areas. Um, I want to share uh, an insight that a friend of mine, Matt Kahn, the messenger, uh, and I were talking yesterday, and he said something to me that really uh, struck a chord. He said, you either choose peace or live in pieces. And 
I think that that's very true, that we segment our lives. There are a lot of us who want peace in our homes and peace in our families, but then we're ready to go out. And when we get into our cars or get to work, we are quite adversarial. And um, I, I'm not exactly sure why that is. I know that most people that I've met on the 40-plus um, years that I've been here are kind, generous, and gentle and bring out the best in each other. So my original question is, why can't we just play nice and love one another? And I haven't been able to find a good reason yet. So, Benny, have any ideas on what, what, why people believe that that's, the peace is boring or... You know, I have no clue. Actually, mm-hmm. I've been trying to listen here to figure it out myself. You're giving some great answers okay. and some good ideas and clues towards it. Um, I think I'm just like the rest of them. Why is it? Okay, well, just hopefully today people will come away, myself included, with Mm -hmm. a renewed commitment to taking peace very seriously. Peace is a verb. It's not um, an idea. It's not a concept. It is a verb. And I know that through the good workings of Gandhi um, and the spiritual leaders such as um, uh, Krishna and and Jesus Christ and Moses, we and, and many people, Martin Luther King, Reverend... Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King, we know that they took an active stand and took um, action in a peaceful way. So I'm just encouraging folks out there in whatever way feels appropriate to integrate this into their daily lives. Okay, well, we're on to the next concept. We've talked about driving and we've talked about um, community. Now we're talking a little bit more at home. Now we're talking about the toughest one. And I think this is the place where um, I've dedicated my organization, the Vast Institute, and that is to self-cherishment. I sincerely believe, Benny, that if we were to each wake up tomorrow morning and every human being on this planet were to be madly, passionately, healthily in love with their whole magnificent, unique self, we would have peace on earth. And with that peace, we would realize that it's not boring at all. We would be able to create things that are presently beyond our imagination as a species. And so self-cherishment, which is the core and the cornerstone of my work um, at the Vast Institute, is to me one of the greatest um, and most challenging practices of all. So um, let me talk a little bit about that. And before I do, I want to share with you something from the Tao Te Ching. Lao Tse in the 6th century said, If there is to be peace in the world, there must be peace in the nations. If there is to be peace in the nations, there must be peace in the cities. If there is to be peace in the cities, there must be peace between neighbors. If there is to be peace between neighbors, there must be peace in the home. If there is to be peace in their home, there must be peace in the heart. And so the idea of self-cherishment, which is to me the antithesis of perhaps self-loathing or we're wicked and evil to the core. Um, I don't believe in that. I believe that we're innocent. I believe that we're good. We're just confounded by how to be ourselves and how to be human. And so I'm in the process right now putting together classes and also doing my own personal work because I find that as I learn more about myself and my wholeness, uh, all the different aspects of me, we're not throwing any of them away. We're just learning to be comfortable and in right relationship with every part of ourselves. It's like the um, 
the Christmas tree lights. Did you have tree? Did you have lights on your tree this year? I Benny? did not, unfortunately. I, again, I'm just. I got the house, so I'm, I'm okay. Slowly well, but surely getting that stuff in. <laughs> when you were growing up, did you ever oh, have those strings yes. of lights? Absolutely. Well, I believe in in my work and in my uh, self cherishment um, classes is that basically. If we're comfortable with our wholeness, all of us, mm-hmm. it's as if we're placing those last few bulbs in the string of Christmas lights. Now, for those of you who are younger, you may not remember, but if you had a bulb going out on the string of Christmas tree lights, the whole thing would just fizzle out. Of course. And you'd have to find that one then bulb. once, you have to... Pay the little brothers and sisters to go through and find the one that's burned out. Absolutely, <laughs> and uh, and so if we are, if we're willing to be in our wholeness, if we're willing to be in our wholeness, which is to understand how to be ourselves, um, to be comfortable with our personal power, mm-hmm. uh, and these are all things that we learn. We're we're not taught how to do that. We're magnificent beings, confounded by our uniqueness and our humanity. Um, then I think that peace and harmony are evident. So, what is it that that makes people reluctant to really cherish themselves? Hmm. And I want to open that up to people who would like to call in and let us share share with us their ideas um, at four two five three seven three five five two seven in Western Washington, and toll free for everyone else at one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. Why you believe? that we are reluctant to cherish and love ourselves in our wholeness. Love to hear your ideas. Now, I think one of the reasons is because we have a level of consciousness that we've had as human beings for many, many thousands of years that it is arrogant or that in some way that is going to diminish other people instead of seeing each individual as a beautiful part of the human family Um, and most people don't even know who they are most people are trained away from knowing who they are and being comfortable with it and that power is considered to be abusive Um, and on my website I share the whole concept that true power need not prove or abuse itself and the reason for that is, if one is powerful, as we said earlier, then you do not need to hurt or harm anyone because you know there's a difference between proving one's powerful and being powerful. And I think um, the whole concept of survival of the fittest, well, Elizabeth Santorez, who is a, um, a bio... I'm trying to remember exactly her title, but she does a lot of work on peace and biodiversity. Um, she says that in the natural world, in, in nature, diversity is healthy, and it's not about survival of the fittest. It's about interdependence. Mm. Interdependence is quite important. And so um, discovering how we can contribute our most valuable and precious assets that's an important part of life that's a very important part of life i think a sense of challenge for some is because they will almost automatically go to a negative side of it automatically assume you know if i try i'm just gonna i'm just gonna i'm gonna lose out it's not gonna work for me how do they know they haven't even tried it right right that's obviously one possibility that's true benny and you know i I thank you for bringing that up because in the work that i do as a life coach what i find is one of my assignments for people is to ask them tell me five things you really appreciate and love about yourself And I have um, very, very educated people, clients, uh, uh, who may have 
extreme um, difficulty. I mean, people who can get up and make speeches, CEOs of companies who have a hard time saying three nice things about themselves because they have been trained that that is unrealistic. And actually, negativity and um, cognitive distortions are part of our, I think, um, our habitual makeup, and we need to work on positivity, as you do here on the show. Sure. Positive talk radio is we what I refer to it at. Yep. And um, I love that. So, so it's real important for folks to understand that it's not any, there's nothing wrong with them. They don't necessarily know how to cherish themselves because they haven't been taught how to do it. And it takes an enormous amount of courage to mm -hmm. discover who they are and to make that. So. And that's the first step. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously the biggest step. Is, or is one to, of. To believe it's possible. Yes. Right. Imagination. Mm -hmm. That is a very important part of peace on earth. Most people have a hard time imagining it possible. And I'm going to tell you a little story. I was, I was at a networking event, and I was talking about the Vast Institute and how through our classes and our trainings, we're dedicated to teaching people skills that um, allow them to reveal their personal experience of paradise, which is about peace. And he was very negative. He said, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. How could you be so naive? Now, Naive. I'm the person who has done business in Russia, been to Russia, traveled around the world, seen the best of folks and how important it is to be an example of peace in action and how it makes a difference. He was extremely um, concerned about my, my naivete. And so I said to him, you know what? You don't need to believe that peace on earth is possible in our lifetimes, even though there are many folks who do believe it. I will hold that thought for you. And uh, when it happens, you can still join us because you're part of what's going on. He was extremely happy. He smiled and he said, I bet you're right. So, um, you know, for those people who are on board with this idea, when I'm when they're dealing with cynics, when we're dealing with cynics, it's real important, I think, to be very loving and positive and um, and open minded it's because it takes a while for people to imagine it's possible. They don't want to be tricked. They don't want to be seen as naive. And the last thing they want to be seen is as weak. But as I said earlier, weakness is not part of the equation. So, um it's a very exciting thing. This is Michelle Sherman uh, stepping in for Dr. Pat at Positive Talk Radio, um, Radio to Thrive by. We'll be back in a moment. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from how healthy is your beauty salon? Mode Organic Salon is Seattle's premier organic beauty salon. Our trained professionals specialize in providing organic and natural hair, skin, nail, and cosmetic services customized to your specific attributes and lifestyle. Visit modeorganic.com or call 206-623-0195 to schedule. Mention the Dr. Pat Show and get 15% off your first service. For beauty that's more than skin deep, visit Mode Organic Salon. I'm Deborah Tracci of Heart Ignited. Do you know your life's purpose? Why do you think knowing will assist you? I'm a life and transition coach who will be featured on the Dr. Pat Show from December 7th through Valentine's Day 2007. I am giving away a Heart Ignited Essence Statement one-on-one -on -one coaching package worth over $700 to a selected listener. To submit your answers, go to heartignited.com, click on the contact page, and enter your answers in 300 words or less to these questions. Do you know your life's purpose? Why do you think knowing will assist you? 
Submit no later than January 3rd, 2007. Again, the website is heartignited.com. Listen for my Heart Ignited tips right here on the Dr. Pat Show. And don't forget to visit my website at heartignited.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch from Crown Hill Chiropractic. Starting Wednesday, November 22nd, we are offering a special promotion for the Dr. Pat listeners where you can go into an office near you and have a complimentary, i.e. free, wellness checkup for your child. Call me at 206-782-8800 or email me at info at crownhillchiropractic.com for an office near you. This offer has been extended to the end of the year, so don't wait. Call Dr. Scott Lynch today. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Can changing what you think really change your life? Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn how intentional living and the power of affirmations can change your life. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share her story, her company, and advice on how to live intentionally and design a life you love. More information about Affirmagy, log on to Affirmagy.com. That's Affirmagy.com. Notice anything different? You should. There's no other station like Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio Talk Radio to Thrive By. This is Michelle Sherman, guest hosting, and we're taking a call right now. We are. We're going to Jay from Alberta, Canada. Jay, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, Benny, how's it going? Good, good, good. good. How's yourself? How is your holiday going? Actually, I just started yesterday. I drove down to uh, Sarah Drive to where my parents live, so I'm just starting it right now, so I'm doing lots of healing stuff during the holidays, so it's going to be very, very busy, so it'll be lots of fun, too. Good, good, and we're glad and we're glad to hear the family's doing well, and uh, I want to welcome you to uh, Michelle Sherman. She's here with us, so if you have welcome, any questions, Jay. go ahead. Love to hear sure, your question. I got a question for you. Is the reason why people don't cherish themselves is they... They always think of the outside stuff instead of the inside stuff. And could you explain what you mean by the inside versus the outside, just so I'm, I'm sure that I okay. understand? Well, discovering what they are and the beauty uh, of their empowerment, um, things that are inside versus uh, the material stuff maybe that's on the outside. <gasps> Good point, Jay. Excellent question. Well, through my experience, I've been uh, a life coach, a success coach for 20 years, and what I have found is most people are truly hesitant to do the exploration of who they are at, on the inside because their fear of what they find is much more powerful than their um, desire to know the truth. And so if your whole life you've been told that you're lazy or you're um, ignorant or that you're not uh, making a difference subtly or that, you know, you're not slender enough or you're not macho enough, um, sometimes people are very frightened. They believe that that might be true about them. And so instead of having the courage to find out who they are, 
what qualities they uh, possess, what magnificence, what uniqueness, what beauty they bring. Um, it's, it's as if it takes a level of courage that is not necessarily um, explained to them in school. It's a personal decision. And some, for many, it's a very deep and, um, I'd say, sacred moment. Some of the things, uh, people, like you said, people are afraid to discover their insides, what their uniqueness is. Um, how do people actually do that? You know, start to or the baby steps to 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 give themselves self empowerment. Okay. Well, let me share with you a few of the things that I would have um, a client do, or someone who's doing some of my self cherishment classes do. And one of them might be um, if I were very hesitant or extremely hesitant to look at myself, I might pick someone who I consider to be a hero. This would be for someone who is very um, uncomfortable with it. I'm not saying that's you, Jay, but just using that end of the spectrum. And I would have them look at someone who is their hero and write out the qualities of that person and then take a look at which qualities they realize that they have in themselves. Another, and, and that usually is a great place to start. Um, another way to begin the self-cherishment process is to take a look at what you value. Because uh, what you value is an, an expression of how you operate in the world. Um, people's values are the human operating system. So if you value honesty or you value integrity or you value the ability to um, make a mistake and, and admit to it or you value kindness or you value um, discretion or you value gentleness, those are things that you need to know about yourself and not allow other people to make those decisions for you and to also realize you need to sort out who you are from who you became in order to cope while you were growing up or uh, learning how to deal with the life or the cards that you were handed. Does that make sense, Jay? Yes, it does. That's the reason why I was going to ask another question is that is the reason why people don't look at themselves as being uh, empowered because uh, they have to go through the mud too? <laughs> well, that's a good point. It's the emotional part. Um, I think that we are uh, taught to ignore some of and learn how to deal with our negative emotions. Um, grief is a very healthy part of life, but a lot of people are never taught how to grieve. I know uh, Reverend Lynn Jardine at uh, the Center for Spiritual Living. She's dedicated herself and, uh, and does grief workshops over there. Um, and she also does a lot of peace work over there uh, at the Center for Spiritual Living. Living. She um, she has talked to me about grief, and what I realize is we're just not taught how to be comfortable with our healthy emotions. And so uh, sadness or uh, grief or anger, what happens is it gets stuffed. And as it gets stuffed over the years, and many of you who are um, have done personal work or have done counseling or are therapists know um, that when you ignore something, it usually has a lot more power over you. And, uh, and it's not current. And so it's as if we're unsure it's okay to feel and uh, we need to become current in how we feel because uh, when we don't know how we feel about something then we make some very very poor decisions about how we treat other people and especially how we treat ourselves most of the time when we're um, upset with someone else it's usually because uh, there's something in ourselves that we're just not totally comfortable with as well does that oh, answer okay. your question Jay? 
Yes, it is. Okay, thank you so much for calling. Really appreciate that. You're welcome. That. A season of blessings to you both. Blessings to you, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Take care, buddy. Appreciate that. Yes, and Benny, I think uh, Jay's point is very well made, that where do you start? Mm -hmm. And so um, I think the most powerful place to start is with the willingness to believe that it is possible. Just believing and being willing to believe that it is possible to unconditionally love and cherish ourselves Mm -hmm. as unique, beautiful Um, precious beings is the first step. If you don't believe it's possible, there's no other place to go. So if someone does believe that, that's a great place. Next step after that is to take a look at, and and through my model and through what I do, we do an assessment in the, what I call the five realms of being human. So we look at the strengths and we look at the areas that haven't been developed because everybody has strengths in the physical realm. They have strengths in the cognitive realm. They have strengths in the emotional realm. They have strengths in the life force realm and in the spiritual realm. But then there are skills that they they were not taught of how to be in a physical body, skills that they were not taught how to be able to work with their mind so that they're not worryholics, which I happen to be a worryholic in recovery. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so it's about a lack of skill. It's rule about uh, being ourselves. It's not about a quality of who we are as a person. Um, and that's that's a great place to start. And of course, anyone who is interested in learning more about the Vast Institute work, our our mission is uh, we're dedicated to the betterment of humankind through the development of self cherishment and intentional life design techniques that reveal your personal experience of paradise. And we have a few areas that we focus on. Um, we focus on um, teaching classes to people who want to be coaches, uh, therapists and healers who want to be coaches. We work on feminine power. Uh, we work on right use of personal power. Uh, we work on um, a lot of the skills, uh, peace and action business, a lot of the skills. And anyone who wants to go to the website, it's www.vastjoy.com. And actually, our next event, now that we're we're on to that, is uh, going to be at East West Books. I'm going to be doing a class at East West Books on Sat- on Sunday, January 28th from 1 to 4 call about self-cherishment for women just because I think that um, there's a lot of things as a woman I have learned um, that are not true mm-hmm. about being in the world. It's called A Few Things My Fairy Godmother Forgot to Mention. Mm-hmm. And so if anyone is interested in learning more about that class, they can look us up at the website or contact East West Books or go to the East West Books um, bookshop website. So quite wonderful. Sounds good. Let's give out your information one more time so people can get a hold of you. Okay, fabulous. Thank you. Um, uh, My website is www.vastjoy.com. It's the Vast Institute for Human Endeavor only it was very difficult to type Vast Institute. My name is Michelle Sherman, and um, my phone number for business is 206-935-7872. And that's where you can find me and a lot more about the Vast Institute and our dedication to peace and action. Um, In the few minutes that we have left, I'd like to share a couple of thoughts. First of all, for those of you who'd like to take action immediately, there's going to be a labyrinth walk at Center for Spiritual Living uh, tomorrow night with a meditation. There's also going to be a um, a 4 a.m. peace meditation on the morning of December 31st. 
because they believe if we all meditate at the same moment in time, then we will be together. I'd also like to mention the Seattle Center for Peace and leave you with one of my favorite poems called Genuine. Just be you, they declared with a knowing secure. Just be as you are, a relaxed womanly heart, angelic and pure. Be not distracted by the threats of those who dwell upon your path, that in the slightest deter your radiant beauty, anger or laugh. Allow who you are to fully emerge and presently ordain each thought, feeling and urge. For to be anything else would truly bring shame to the creature God meant to be called by your name. Thank you so much. This was a real pleasure, Dr. Pat, Benny, and the whole group here. Um, this is Michelle Sherman signing off today for Dr. Pat Basili's show, Talk Radio to Thrive by. Happy, healthy New Year to everyone, and may peace prevail in your hearts and in your life. Many blessings to all of you. expressed on the preceding program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 KKNW Seattle.